This season of Arts and Farts is brought to you by ArtpreneurGuy.com, turning struggle into opportunity. You can go on to ArtpreneurGuy.com to get all the tools you need to take your creative business to the next level. Ten years ago, I was having a conversation with an acquaintance of mine. He was getting ready to throw a huge event, and I was interested in knowing how he was promoting it. So I said, well, what are you doing? And he said, I'm using Facebook to promote it. And I was like, well, that's great, but what are you doing in real life? And he said, Facebook is real life. In this episode of Arts and Farts, we're going to delve deep into whether or not social media is in fact real life. It's your girl Mel, and in this episode, I'm in conversation with a few friends, Marie Clark Bob, social media maven and communications consultant, Oshun Lane, curator and arts administrator, and Serene Lester Bay, cultural worker and real-life dandy. From Man Made, this is Arts and Farts. For most people who are on social media, it's real for them in as much as it reflects what they want their families, friends, acquaintances, and colleagues to think about them, what they want to share about their lives, the news or silly memes they want to share, their politics, worldview, etc. For artists, entrepreneurs, and businesses, it's really about the same. If they're using social media effectively, they're telling stories about their art, products, or services using direct promotional tactics as well as ancillary information, news, etc., that ties into their art, products, or services. Branding. Now, every major brand, outlet, artist, <laughs> not so major artist, not so major creative business, any business worth its salt has a social media presence because. That's just what we do now. But when I joined Facebook in 2004, it was really new. And we were all figuring it out together. You might take some crappy cell phone pictures of your art and <laughs> post it to your page. And at the time, it worked. I mean, I sold t-shirts. I sold art. I gained a following and it worked for what it was then. Now it's a much more curated effort. People have social media managers and consultants that come in and look at their business pages and tell them how to engage their audience better, how to build a following. But it also provides a platform for consumers to criticize your work, your product, your customer service, and is that transparency always good? Is it bad? Is it, eh? I don't know. I think this episode I have more questions than answers. But I really do wonder what you guys think about social media as a tool for branding. With art, I understand the importance of social media because what you are doing is it's a visual medium. So you are allowing um, other artists or other people you work with to have a presence on your social media, to acknowledge them, to shout them out, to, you know, I guess a lot of times people see it as, you know, giving love to them. Um, and also it's a way to build your brand 
it's a way to hype up whatever you have going on within your life or what projects you're working on, big or small or relevant or irrelevant. And um, Does branding hold over into individual social media accounts and people, like not businesses, but is social media an opportunity to brand yourself as an individual? Yeah, I, I can I can see there's some people that I've watched their social media and I, I think to myself, I was at that same event. I'm not particularly sure when it got that good. I'm, I'm very confused by what has happened because I swear I was also there. But then I realized, you know, they are branding, they are branding their lifestyle, their marketing, how they are going to be perceived. So even if you invite them to your own event and the shit is shit, you know, they're going to take a photo that makes that shit look awesome. Um, That could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Or is it just life as you see it? Yes, social media can be real life depending upon, you know, who's posting it. And if you're posting and being open and honest about your life, then that is real life. You know, my social media account is very much my day to day. You know, there's nothing that I don't kind of record and post. And, you know, it looks as good as it is and it looks as bad as it is because I post, you know, whatever is happening in my life. And, you know, I think some people choose to um, curate and create and make believe or whatever. But, you know, that's all that's based on their choice. For me, I live in reality, you know, and I prefer to post all the good things that I know <laughs> that have taken place in my life. And if I'm questioning something, I'll pose and propose the questions. But I make sure that I post, you know, the real truth. I don't want anything fake floating around about me. I want to, my life is just that, you know, this is my life. And when people always say, look like you're having such a good time. Is that real? It's very real, you know? <laughs> and when I'm not having such a good time, you know, I know when that is, but I've been very blessed and fortunate enough, at least for me personally, to be able to have more good days than I do bad days. So I don't have a need to necessarily post. But I do post politics and current affairs and things that are taking place in the world um, that bother me and upset me and that I'm questioning. Um, but I also love to post, you know, the experiences that I've had. So I th- when we see Instagram models and uh, major moguls even like the dj Khaled's, and they on snapchat are they telling us and showing us who they actually are or who they want us to think they are and even when you say you are being a hundred percent transparent and a hundred percent truthful about who you are do we selectively decide what the truth is in our lives as we present it to other people. Because, like, when you're standing in a coffee shop in line or whatever and you meet somebody in line, do you tell them your whole life story at once? 
And isn't social media at times just a random meeting with people you've never seen before? I think it's all based on the person's choice. Some people choose to post things that make them look a certain way than they really are. Some people might be doing the Bow Wow Challenge where they're faking it. You know, (laughs) posting a picture of this and they really ain't doing all that. But, I mean, for the most part, I don't really know those people. And, you know, what's the point? I mean, your life is your life. If your life ain't as good as you're acting like it is, then shame on you. Because, shit, hell, you better be doing something to make it better. I don't know. That's my thought. Does being selective about what you post always mean being dishonest? Mm. I like having my own privacy. I like knowing that there's certain parts of my life that are reserved solely for me and not for everyone to share in. Um, Or at least if I want people to share in them, it's like when we were kids and we would have family moments and you take those photos and they'd be in the album. And the people who came into your home or who were really active in your life, you would share those photos with on a one-on-one and tell the story and, you know, kind of create the memory for them instead of um, them just seeing it. And based on what, you know, they can capture in whatever text you have underneath the image, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what was really going on. Um, I know that that does enter my mind there are some things that I just won't post when I was pregnant almost four years ago I didn't post a thing about being pregnant um partly because I didn't want to invite the rest of the world into my pregnancy I think at least for me when you post on social media, you invite those 700 plus people on Facebook or the 300 people on Instagram and however many people you have on LinkedIn or whatever other social media platforms that you use. And at a time when I was super nervous and confused about what motherhood was going to be like and what pregnancy was doing to my body and if I was going to survive it, I just couldn't handle it. I did not have the mental capacity to even get the well wishes or the um, advice and opinions of that many more people outside of the people that my pregnancy would directly affect. Privacy, branding, personal choice, ethics, Those are just some of the issues that play into the complexity behind the idea of social media as reality. But when I think about it, I think that it really comes down to something as simple as this. For most people, perception is 99% reality. And that means that social media is real. It is a sort of constructed reality. There are seeds of truth and maybe sometimes whole trees of truth, but the way in which the information is conveyed and disseminated is completely controlled by you. 
And there is power in that. There is power to rewrite the story a bit, to take a little bit of creative license. It's sort of like the layperson's reality TV. And I'm not sure that there's anything wrong with that. The quote of the week is, we don't have a choice on whether we do social media. The question is how well we do it. Eric Qualman. This episode was edited and produced by me, Melissa Matthews, with music from bensound.com. And special thanks to Marie Oshun and Zareem for all their help with this episode. It was lovely chatting with you. On the next Arts and Farts, we delve into the idea of a scarcity mindset with our episode, An Empty Plate and Hungry Belly. Arts and Farts is a man-made production. Thanks for listening.